Peace. Good rising, everyone. Good rising, good rising, good rising. Chief you yeah here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got a couple people in. So, um, you know, as always, a world that everybody is nice and rested. You know what I mean? And um, you know, moving and moving through it. Moving and grooving. But moving through it like uh like you're supposed to. You know? And um you know, one of the things I wanted to check in on, you know, without you necessarily giving me too much information, but um, I will that you've been able to, uh, and I trust that you've been able to work with the symbol that you were able to see recently, you know, when we decided to look. Thank you, Kashia. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Let me smack these alarms off. Yeah, peace, Sister Manera, Information, Nikki Love, Shadow Book, Tahuti L, Miss Cindy Jones, Wild Girl. Good dawning to you. Good dawning to you all. Yeah, what I was just saying a second ago was, um, you know, I will that you've had some some sort of interaction, peace passe, John Jr., that you've had some sort of interaction with um, the symbols that you were able to see, you know, um, from your crown. Peace, Naya. Good rise to you. You know, that you were able to um, interact with those symbols and those ideas, you know, since we've uh, kind of taken a look. You know, sometimes and sometimes it, the, the interaction is subliminal. You know, sometimes it's not always that you sit down and do a ritual or a meditation, per se, but sometimes just the acknowledge of seeing them, recognizing them, you know, you start to see a, a different variety and diversity of uh, night vision that comes to you. So, yeah, I just wanted to check in with you and see if uh, you've been able to, you know, explore and, and intimate a bit more with that with that, that symbol that came to you, you know? Yeah, very good with assisting and remaining in the present and being still. Good, 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 Kashia. Peace Plant OG, and I think I saw Sherelle, Sherelle uh, Cunningham. Yeah, so, you know, peace to you all. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm just I'm just uh, willing <laughs> that, uh, you know, that exercise was helpful. I see it was for, for Kashia, but that you've been able to um, connect with yourself. Peace YG Gutter. Yeah, yeah, peace, why'd you got? Yeah, I meant to tell you too, man. I actually listened to your music. I was going to do a little listening party. Maybe I'll do that another day to let the people hear your songs too. But I listened to your stuff probably a couple of strongs ago, and I just, I just didn't, didn't uh, mention it. Yeah, peace, Baba Cruz. Good rise to you. You know, good rise to you. But yeah, man. You know, um, a part of knowing your your symbols, you know, and knowing. <laughs> Aren't you proud of your music? Why'd you cut it? Like, I mean, why would you have it out? <laughs> you surprised? <laughs> it's there to be listened to, right? You know? But, um... <laughs> you know, so, uh... Yeah, 
you know, like um, when you're building the temple, if you will, if you're building, you know, um, those sacred edifices. Oh, you was low vibrating when you did that music. Well, you're still low vibrating in it. That's how you perceive it because the music is still out. It's it's a it's still sending out vibrations. It's still sending out waves. It's perpetual. So I mean, if you if, if you're saying you were low vibrating then, it's still low vibrating, you know. Um, peace, James got a baki. Peace, Shannon, you know. But uh, peace, Tanika. Peace, Logan. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe like I said, maybe do a listening, John. You know, peace, peace, brother Vermont, Baba Utu. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Peace to all. You know. But yeah, you know, when you when you're exploring those type of um sacred symbols, you know, or your own sacred symbol, your own song, you know, in many senses you're building the temple, you know. Um and I, I did a segment before about the temple. The temple of the of the most high. You know, and um, sometimes it's difficult to imagine that when we when we read about you know in, in certain books and whatnot the um, the process and the materials that go into building a temple or even an ark, you know, or something that uh, will house the spirit of the Most High. Peace, Mimi. Sometimes it's hard to imagine um, that that what's really being represented is the body of, of man and woman, you know, and all of the different designs and, and process that go into that man or woman manifesting that high deity or the most high, you know, so like even when you're connecting with the symbol vibration, that symbol that you saw all the way at the top, that's the capstone, you know, or that's, that's like the, the Merkaba, you know, um, peace, me, myself and I, and Ruhia as well. You know, so um, it's important to understand, like, you know, Peace Ricochet, like how YG Gutter just said, man, that was low vibrational. Like, that's a part of your building, though. You know, that's still that's still emanating, emanating and vibrating off of your off of your building, you know. And I mean, and we all have our things. Sometimes it's a process of constantly going through and scrubbing and scrubbing. And oh, man, I forgot about this. Sometimes it's things inside of your physical house. You know, like you might have had some sticky traps that you put under your your dresser or under your bed, and you forgot about them. Peace, Juanisha. They're somewhere, you know, under a piano or something that you don't pull out often, and you just forgot. And you pull out, and you find two, three mice on top of a sticky trap, or a bunch of, you know, insects or a baby snake or something like that. And that thing's been inside of your temple, inside of your space. Peace, Alex. Peace. You know, that thing's Alex Legant. I always say your first and last, my bad. You know, um, and congratulations again, Alex. <laughs> you know, um, Alex had a baby girl. But, um, yeah, man, sometimes you don't realize even within within your your space, you know, there are things that are rotting and, pu- and putrefying, pu- putrefying, putrefying, excuse me. It's early, you know, my tongue is hurt. My tongue is heavy. <laughs> Peace, Ali Isha, Howard. So, um, yeah, man, like you said, YG Gutter, man, that was that was a part of, um, you know, a time when you were vibrating a, a certain way, man. 
you know, you still vibrate. It's still there as long as it's still as long as it's still present. And sometimes, like I said, even in our physical house, we have things that are just like this needs to go. You know, I'm not going to use this anymore, or it's broken, or it's filthy, <laughs> you know, or what, whatever. You know, the the um, that thing may be, or that thing may be out of alignment. But um, like I said, man, you know, peace, peace, Eddie Moon. Greetings, greetings. You know, that macabre or that, that stone that's on top, that's your symbol. You know, that's that's your symbol. And that's that's what's kind of um, channeling or focusing. You know, if you think about like a laser focus, that highest symbol is what where all of your power and your energy is being focused through. You know, so through this, through this process even, you are building the temple of the Most High. You know, and it's not just about working out, you know, and, and, and things like that and getting movement in and eating a certain way. That's that's a part of it. But building the temple is also looking at all the things that go into making you what you are, you know, um, beyond your creation. You know, what is all what is making you? And, you know, like I had I had mentioned recently, never confuse what you do with who you are. You know, don't confuse the what with the who. Because there'll come a time when you can't do the what, you know, and you never want your, your identity wrapped up in the what, you know, because um, the who is dynamic and the what is always temporary. You know, you want the what to, to be temporary willfully. You know, somebody says what you are, what you are today. You don't want that to you to be that same thing on your deathbed, you know. Um, so, yeah, you know, just just a little little side note, you know, in terms of that, you know, and that was all just kind of a, a precursor just because, you know, like, you know, I told YG Gutter, for those of you who just came in that I had listened to his music and then he had said that, you know, that was low vibrational stuff. So <clears throat> that's what I'm just talking about. You know, sometimes we might have low vibrational things that are still out there. Peace, Christina. You know, we may have low vibrational things that are out there and we look at them like they're in our past. But, you know, in, in, in the other space, there's no there's no concept of time. So it's still happening. I'll give you an example. There's a there's a um, piece, Deidre, Sister Deidre. Well, there's more than one song. I got a lot of music out, like between the Internet and SoundCloud and other places that I did when I was, you know, I, I started producing music when I was a teenager, you know, like professionally. So there's a, there's a pretty long history of stuff that I've done. And, you know, it wasn't all righteous music per se. Um, and it's out, it's done, you know, work for higher situations, you know, selling what we call track selling music, you know, but, um, there's also actually a couple of videos I've been in and, um, I could say maybe the most um, basal or animalistic one was one with my own crew, one with my own group, Peace Marjorie, you know, and um, I've seen it on a couple of YouTube channels, like uh, uh, classic 90s hip hop. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm classic now. <laughs> it's all good, you know. But um, peace, Rosalind, you know, but I've seen the video and I'm actually in it. And it's it's interesting because um, I'm actually in a couple of videos, um, one with 
my group, and then a couple with another duo that was out back in the days um, from from my town, you know, and um, you know, we were they were a part of our crew, so we were in all of their videos, and um, I've had students spot me. I've been spotted twice, <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, so something I don't necessarily have control of. I'm not gonna like go to the person trying to take that down because now I'm Chief Yuya and I don't. It is what it is, you know. Um, so some things, you know, you may not. If they tell you a chronicle too, you know what I mean. Sometimes, sometimes. So you, you have to kind of know what um, James God would love to check it out. I don't know if you would. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you would. It's it's not probably what y'all probably thinking. It was like you know, some positive hip hop. It, it wasn't, wasn't that, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, some of it shows your, your chronicle, you know, and I'm not ashamed of my chronicle. Just so you say, I'm not saying that to, just so you know, I'm not saying that. And, and I'm just giving you, you know, another perspective as well. Why you gotta like, you know, it tells your story, you know, it, it tells your story and, but you have to be able to own and claim your story. You, you know, you have to be able to say, well, yeah, this is where I was at that time. And, you know, or maybe that's a part of me, you know, and then this is where I transitioned to and and things like that. Or or maybe these are some of my friends that I that I came up with. And, it's, and that's a part of that's a part of my story, too. I think one of the most powerful things I've seen via hip hop, you know, um, one time was when Lupe Fiasco had shared, um, he had, he had done that video. Remember, I don't know if some of you remember when he did, when he kind of first came out and he did those interviews around Chicago and he was just, you know, showing like his old neighborhood and the house he grew up in. And then he was talking to a bunch of guys on the street. There were maybe like five of them. And he was like, yeah, we all grew up together, this, that, that, and the third. And then I think it was like a year or two later, they did another interview with him. But they flash back the old one, and they're saying, "Yeah, you remember what we did tonight?" And he started crying in the interview, and they they were like, "What's going on?" He was like, "I'm just, you know, everybody in that that you see right there is dead now. Every single person that I would that is on camera or is on the screen right now is dead." And he's sitting there crying, you know. Um, so he didn't come up in the streets like that, but you know, when you when you're in the neighborhood, everybody doesn't have to be a tough guy to know the tough guys, you know. And uh, I thought that that was um, an amazing moment to kind of show the journey of a people, you know, uh, to, to to give some testimony and some evidence to that. So, like I said, man, sometimes your, your art will service that, too. It, it will show your journey. Like I said, I got stuff that I'm in. Um, I'm in a documentary. Uh, you can't really see me, though, because I'm riding a motorcycle. <laughs> I'm actually I'm, I'm doing a, a, a willy. You know, I got I got the bike in the air, and um, yeah, I'm in I'm about, I'm about three document I'm in a couple of documentaries, a couple of music videos, and then I have a, a lot of music that's just out. You know, so you know that that's just that is what it is, brother. It's, you know, it's your journey, man. You know, it's your journey. But if you have control over that music and you're saying it's low vibration i ain't gonna tell you nikki <laughs> i ain't gonna tell you <laughs> but uh you know if, if if you have um i'm actually riding motorcycle in the morning i'm i'm 
also in a music video riding the quad as well i'm riding the quad and i got another one but that was a documentary where i'm actually you, you see me with the bike up in the air but um yeah what was i saying so yeah man so it's just a journey man it's just it's just it's just your journey but you know if you feel that what you've gotten there is still putting out a certain energy thanks for the clues <laughs> yeah i shouldn't even say because no you could see it you oh my goodness you like the uh the doggone oracle in the matrix you just be finding stuff <laughs> but um yeah you know um a couple of the videos i actually have on this channel but i, I have them i have them as unlisted I, I didn't make them public, you know, but, um, it's just, you know, it's too much swearing and cussing, <laughs> too much swearing and cussing for the grandmas, you know, so I didn't, I didn't want to put that up there, but, um, yeah, so, you know, one of the things I wanted to just touch on for a second, man, you know, um, as we going through it all, right, as we, as we are touching, as we're touching so many different things, you know, we had spoken about, choices uh recently and of course for anyone who's new you know we've been just going over some information where we can kind of take control of our lives you know and um what i've been finding has been happening you know from um what i'm seeing with people what people are sharing is that they there's been a kind of a a, a shift in taking over things just as a result of listening to these segments and, and being present, right? You know, so sometimes it's not, it's not like, what am I applying right now? You know, sometimes it's not what I have the, the ability or, or, you know, even the willingness to apply, to apply right now. But sometimes it's just being in the presence of certain conversations or certain people and certain energy that will start shifting things and, and your experience. They'll start shifting things in your life and in your experience. Let me turn my music down. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, you know, so I've been seeing like testimony after testimony of a lot of change. And this is also a season where, <laughs> you know, um, and, and no disrespect to anybody, please. You might take it that way, but please don't. But, you know, when the weather gets cooler, a lot of times field mice and things like that try to come inside to try to get warm. You know, like when the winter seasons are coming and I've noticed like a lot of people are also like trying to come back around. You know, we've been getting a lot of like emails and messages like so-and-so wants to know about how they can sign up for the Our New Ministry again. And so-and-so wants to this, that, 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 you know, like my assistants are sending me all these different messages. And I'm like, this person left, this person stormed off, that person just stopped, you know, participating, you know. But winter's coming. <laughs> I know it almost sounds like Game of Thrones, right? But winter's coming and people want a, a warm place to nestle inside to, you know. And don't worry, I know you're listening right now, one of you. And you think I'm going to, like, tell your business. I'm not. Um, but this dawning, even, what time did you send those to me? And I know you're listening. <laughs> but it was about 4 a.m., I think you sent them. Um, sent me a couple of mug shots. And a story about how somebody beat you up, your boyfriend beat you up, um, along with the mug shots and everything like that. And, you know, um, don't worry. I'm not going to, I know you like, he, I'm not saying my name. I'm not going to say your name. 
you know, but um, Peace Pad Mini, 144, and you said that the Choices segment that I did recently brought you to a place of a, you know, crossroads where you could make certain choices. This goes to something I said before, um, because I'm not going to text you back. I'm just, I'm just going to address it here. I gave you all the help that I'm going to give you. All right. So at this point, you need to apply what I've already given you. I've been advising you for years now, and you have, I'm going to have to say it to you, sis, you have selfishly and, and arrogantly wanted to do whatever you felt like doing. And then whenever you get in trouble, you think that it's going to invoke some sort of sympathy on my part, but I don't have any sympathy for you. It was inevitable that somebody was going to beat your ass. That was inevitable. So I'm sorry. Peace. Give thanks, channel OYT. I don't know. That might be you. I don't know. I don't know if you're using a different screen name. <laughs> but um, only thing I could tell you is to apply the, the wisdom that I've given you already. And it's been a lot of it. It's been a lot of it. We done sat face to face and I didn't gave you guidance. You know, um, peace, Andrine. You know, but give thanks, channel OY0, zero, zero YT. I'm sorry, not OYT, zero, channel zero. Um, give thanks. But I've given you face to face, I've given you wisdom on the phone, I've given you readings. I've, I mean, you chose not to apply. You, you apply whatever you feel like applying, and then you get offended by the rest. <laughs> so, like I've said before, to other people and to you the same level of help is not going to be available to you throughout your life because I have better things to do <laughs> so you got to apply what's already been put in front of you so that's just an example now that was I think the first one came in at 415 or 410 a.m. somewhere around there now I'm up and of course this person you probably know I'm always up I don't really sleep so um that's all I got for you. That's all I got for you because we're moving and the doors are closing. And that door that was wide open maybe a year ago, months ago, where you could come to the door and knock and get some advice and walk away, there's nobody at the booth anymore. <laughs> there's nobody at the booth and, and the gate is closing. We're getting ready to sail off, you know, so... You know, don't think that um, you could just keep, and that's for everybody, you could just keep playing around for your your entire existence. You're lucky he didn't kill you. I saw the images with the lip and you lifting up your lip and showing, I, yeah, I looked at it. I saw the pictures. I ain't got no sympathy for you, you know. <clears throat> and and it's been a couple of people who've reached out and this is going on. I'm go my life is falling apart. My this and that. And it seems to be all people who were around before, <laughs> you know, um, that sense of entitlement has to stop. And, and, and that's not just, I'm saying with all of us, where we, we feel like we're entitled to all this time, like, like everything's going to wait for us. And we don't understand that the cosmos will just let another generation pass. Like, okay, I'll do it with the next generation. Y'all want to do it? I'll do it with the next one. No big deal. You know, um, we are chosen, and that means a lot, man. But sometimes we're looking for social appointment. We're looking for man's appointment, and that's what messes us up. That's why I say, like, you cannot confuse what you do with who you are. 
That's one of the biggest mistakes. You know, there's something that used to happen back in the days. A lot of you may remember this. And some of you, for some of you, it was very traumatic and horrible. And for some of you, it was no big deal. But you remember when we were children and we played um, recess? You know, at school, we got recess and we got to play <clears throat> different sports, whether it's kickball, dodgeball, two-hand tag, or whatever, you know. And they would do this thing. Or sometimes it was in gym class, right? You're playing basketball or, or whatever, or softball, softball. And they would do this thing where um, they would have two team captains, and then the team captains would pick who they want on their team. And no matter what happens, it's always going to be peace, Pad Mini. Give thanks. I appreciate the super chat. You know, thank you for being me. All right, I'm going to keep on doing it then. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to keep on being me. That ain't that hard. That's easy because ain't nobody else doing it. <laughs> I can be me better than I could be anybody else. Thank you. I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, when you when you would go through that experience, there's always like one or two children that are left or three. And then, then the captains are like, all right, we'll take so-and-so. Or we'll take the, all right, come on, just come over here. Or, oh, we got to get so-and-so. You know, and, you know, children can be extremely mean. You know, and even if you're like the fifth person pick, it, it might still feel like, you know, that's you. we best friends. You didn't even pick me first. You know, you might have that kind of experience. And it's always that that trauma that a lot of times children go through, you know, and it's a quiet trauma because, you know, children are pretty mean. You know, um, Tanika says I was always. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should have went and played something else. You know, you should have came with a note, you know, and tell the gym teacher, I can't play today. I can't, you know. But, you know, sometimes that could be um, very traumatizing, you know. Um, and the reality is we tend to carry those experiences forward in life. <laughs> and you laugh at, you're right, you're right, you're right, information. I shouldn't laugh. Metaphysics. Let me say something serious. Metaphysics. But yeah, you know, we go we go through that those experiences. And I was never picked last. I'm just sorry, but you know, I can sympathize. But I did used to sympathize with those who were picked last. Yeah, it was horrible. I I, I feel you. I I'm sure it was. Peace, La Cruz. You know, your children are honest sometimes, but they are mean. You know, peace, India. Peace, Esme. They can be very mean, too. You know, um, a lot of the trauma that people carry into adulthood is over <laughs> chunky kids never get picked first in my scenario. <laughs> well, it dep- I guess it, dep- it depends on if you was athletic, too. I don't think I, I wasn't a chunky kid, but um, I don't know. I just I never had a problem with, with getting picked early. You know, I was athletic enough that I could, you know. I could get through. I was I was into athleticism, you know, but some some stuff I was better at than others, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like, I think it's it's bad <laughs> either way because a lot of times everybody's got their stories now. <laughs> like yeah, back in third grade, <laughs> we was playing t ball. 
Everybody's over. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up all this stuff for y'all. You know what I mean? I didn't mean to bring it all up to the surface like this. You know? I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you know? And it's just a nervous laugh. It's it's not a, you know. But um, we carry a lot of that into adulthood. Oh, because she always brought books outside. Wow. You were, that's who you were? <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you know. Um Yeah. And I think you work in education now. You're you're a teacher's assistant. So you went from the childhood and I think you had a podcast, The Black Librarian. So you were the child who brought books to recess, then you went you became a librarian and then a teacher. Oh. Okay. All right. That's that's okay. Cool. Well, that's we we need those too to make society, you know. Or you still and you still have the podcast. Okay, peace and care. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, you know, you got those, and then you have jocks. <laughs> yeah, grow. You're right. You know, so you need you need different people to make the world. Go. Somebody got to know how to work the computers. <laughs> you were clearly that young lady. You know, but um, but I used to bring books to recess, too. So don't feel bad. I used to bring books because um, we had this thing in, in my elementary. If you didn't do your homework, you had to sit on the wall. We called it what well, was the wall, the, the, which was the wall of the school and uh, peace, Omega greetings. And you had to sit there and do your work and finish whatever homework you didn't do while the other while you got to watch your friends play. So. Technically, me and you did the same thing because I never, ever, ever did homework. I did. never. <laughs> so, you know, it was so interesting. I think it was my teacher's name was Miss Toronto. I think it was fifth grade. Fifth grade. I only got to do recess, I think, about three, four times for the whole school year. Piece of queer. I think it was about three, four times. Because I remember when I got off the wall, Peace Quindy, like there was a whole big roar. And I remember I got to go play uh, dodgeball. And everybody was like, oh, we want him, we want him, we want him. And then the next day, I was <laughs> I was back on the wall again. <laughs> Probably for about the rest of the year. Yeah, I didn't do homework at all. You know what I mean? And I held the wall down. I held that block down. You know what I mean? I control the wall because some of the children, you know, children would do their homework sometimes, but they would do it. So they would kind of come in and off the wall. You know what I mean? So I, but I was always on the wall, you know, winter, spring and snow, you know, winter, springs, fall, I'm on the wall. You know what I mean? So when they would come through, I would show them how it would go. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would, I'll kind of acclimate them to wall life. That, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You got to sit here and, you know, ask the teacher for a clipboard whatever, so you could do your homework on your clipboard because you do it on your book. You're going to get the lines all over your book, you know what I mean? And you should wrap your book up with a, with a brown paper, you know what I mean, a brown paper bag, so that way you don't get ink on the book because if you get ink on the cover, when you go to turn it at the end of the year, they're going to send a note home to your parents, so you have to buy the book. Stuff like I, I had it down to a, I'm telling you, I'm not lying. I was on the wall every day. I was jailing on the wall. <laughs> now I was jail, but I was on that wall. You know what I mean? I was, I was doing hard time on the wall. You know what I mean? And I, and I, they let me, they let me go on a uh, a work release. You know, they let me go on a furlough like three, four times. 
and I violated I violated the, the furlough, and they put me back on the wall. You know what I mean? So yeah, like fifth grade, I only got to do recess like three times, three four times, whatever. I was on the wall. <laughs> yeah, Pink Floyd. You know, so I'm I'm right there with you, Kashi. I I went outside every day, and I would try to keep walking. <laughs> and this Toronto would be like, uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh, you, you, you over there. Uh 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 uh, where you going? Where you going? Over there. Whatever. I try to skate. <laughs> you know, try to hide in the crowd and run out with everybody else. Uh 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 uh. <laughs> so yeah, don't 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 feel any way about that. You know what I mean? We all got our experiences, but, you know, with all that aside, <laughs> and some of you may also have, I don't know, I wasn't the only one who held the wall down at my school, you know what I mean? But uh, but I do remember that, that day. You know, I tell you something crazy. I got my first kiss on the wall. <laughs> Me and that wall had some experiences, man. They had this girls club that they, um, that they started or something. These the little girls in the in the school, and they had this thing where they had they dared each other to kiss the boy they like. So I remember this day. I was on the wall, and there was there was three girls that liked me, and whoever kissed me first, oh, it was some stupidness. They got into some little club or whatever like that, and um, this girl sat next to, next to me and told the teacher like, "Oh, I'm gonna help him with his work," and then she kissed me. <laughs> and uh, then the the other one, Linda. I remember their names and everything. This is bad, but uh, yeah. So I got action on the wall. You know what I mean? I, I was getting action on the wall. I was friends would throw me Jolly Ranchers. You know, throw me a little candy, or whatever. <laughs> Sometimes the ball would like bounce over, you know, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm getting it to throw it back," you know. So, you know, you get your little things in there as you can go. But uh, <laughs> I didn't mind. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, oh, all for the kiss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a kiss turned into something more than that. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, we were granted visits, exactly. Because, you know, she always did her work. So it was like, you know, she was one of the good. Well, they thought she was good. That little girl was fresh. That little girl was fresh. Um, but anyway, so like I said, a lot of us, we go through those rejection periods and it starts from very young and it creates a fear, right? And it creates a fear of rejection as we get older. You know, um, I ate slow and missed a lot of recess. Oh, I never, I never seen that one. I guess you was in the cafeteria, ate slow and so what the lunch ladies would just watch you doing that. Why don't you just throw the food out or whatever, or like wrap it up. Recess is like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess maybe I cherished re- recess because I you know, I didn't really get to, to participate that much. I thought recess was everything, you know? Um, I got chased around the playground and eventually home by a wall boy trying to kiss me. <laughs> a wall boy. <laughs> Apple Scrapple. Okay. You know, <laughs> uh, that's what we used to call wall boys, huh? Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know, but you got to remember too, I skipped grades. So 
I was bored. It, you know, I wasn't not, I wasn't doing homework, not because it was difficult or whatever. I was younger than everybody in all my class. Just I was a, I was a big child, so no one knew how young I actually was. But I was bored out of my mind. You know, this, and then the lies they would tell in class, and I had, you know, I was, I was really far beyond what was being taught, you know, at that time. And um, that was a public school because I came from private school to public school, you know, um, and it was it was a it was a um, Moorish Moorish owned private school. The matter of fact, the first one in New York State, you know, you could look it up. Uh, the, the very first Moorish owned sign, uh, uh, Moorish owned school in New York State. That's where I went. That's where I started school at rather. And then later we moved. And then when we moved. I was, you know, in a different kind of environment and that was public school. And I was like, this is the pits. <laughs> like, this, this sucks. You know, class parties was even different. Like, I remember having a class party in the, the old school, the Morris school. And like, I'm, you know, you know I'm, I'm not a spring chicken. But they would bring, uh, I remember my teacher used to bring the, uh, the 45s and <laughs> blow them off. And, like, there'd be music, and she'd be dancing, like, because it'd be real music, like, music we'd listen to, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and stuff like that, like, real music, you know what I mean? And then I remember the transition, like, the other school, class party just meant sitting there eating some, some cheese doodles, you know what I'm saying? There's no music, there's no dancing, there's no, I'm like, what the hell is this? Oh, this is how y'all party. Okay, all right, I got you. <laughs> so you know it was a lot of a lot of um i was bored i was just bored so i was like man i'm not gonna be bored all day and then go home and do this boring ass homework i'm not i'll just do it on the wall tomorrow <laughs> you know and still graduated early still still graduated high school early still was in all honors classes got awards and all of that and went through high school, didn't do any homework. <laughs> went to high school, didn't do any homework, you know, and still, go, what was my GPA? 3.93, uh, 3 I think something like that, 3.9. It was 3.9 something, you know, no homework. Now, I don't know if I'm encouraging young people not to do homework. I don't mean to, but if it, you do what works for you, man, you know. But, um, yeah, I wasn't into the homework thing. Or the books thing. I didn't carry no books home either. You know, he was a serial skipper. See, that's the thing. I didn't skip classes. That's the thing. I didn't do homework, but I was, my attendance was always 100. I did not skip any classes. Um, I didn't miss any midterms. I didn't miss any finals. No tests. I, no quizzes. I aced all my quiz. I didn't, none, but no homework. <laughs> so that was my deal. I, listen, I'll get, I'll get straight A's. I'll give you your A's. I, I'll, I'll, I'll make you look good, you know, in, in front of the, the school board. They, you know, I'm, I'm gonna bring that that curve up, but no homework. Not doing no homework, <laughs> you know. So that was that was an unspoken agreement I I kind of made with all my teachers. I ain't doing no homework, you know. What I mean, when I get home, I got other things I want to do. This this I want to practice music, you know. what I'm saying I got records to listen to, and then you know, what I mean, like. There's this, this fun outside. I got a bicycle. I got a skateboard. I'm not. You ain't taking that from me. So anyway, let's go back to it. So we're talking about fears, right? And a lot of times that's where the fears generate is the trauma. You know, like that was some of the fears that generated for me coming from such a loving environment, you know, um, 
being in a Moorish school like that, and when I say Moorish, I want you to understand I'm saying black, African, African American, um, Hebrew, Negro, all right? So just make, I know for some of you, you use different type of terminology for melanin dominant or melanin rich people. So I use, I use certain phrases inter- interchangeably. Right, so it wasn't a Moorish school in, in the sense that it was under the auspices of the teachings of Noble Drew Ali. It wasn't a part of the you know the Moorish Science Temples of America. I'm saying Moorish in that the, the people who owned it and ran it, and the curriculum was based you know it was it was for black people, right? You know it, it was for black people, um, black children, you know. Um, so so anyway, that's where a lot of our fears first generate you know they a lot of them they 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 initiate in our childhood and then as we grow older like i said a lot of times we wrap up um our identity and in, in what it is that we do you know so like you know uh naya just said wall boys you know like like that's an identity that um i didn't def- i didn't feel like i had i just felt like i'm smarter than all you know <laughs> that was the identity that i owned like Ha ha, y'all laughing on because on, I'm on the wall, but you don't know I'm like two or three years younger than all of y'all. Ha ha. <laughs> like, I'm getting out of out of school super early. I'll be like 16 years old when I graduate high school, 16, 15 years old. Ha ha. Joke's on you. <laughs> you know, but that was the narrative that was that was in my head. And I'm not saying that um, I was doing the best thing you know, in that sense, but that, that was just the narrative that was in my, as a, you know, I'm a child, you know me at that time. Um, but you know, like I said, you know, um, a lot of times we have these fears that keep us from making certain choices. And a lot of times it's fears of rejection, you know, and it's, it's fears of not being chosen because we don't realize that we were already chosen. You know, like, okay, you want to play softball, you want to play dodgeball, you want to play whatever, and you get chosen last, and like, yeah, it's traumatizing, but you don't already have establishing your mind, I was already chosen by the creator. You know, I'm I'm here, I'm learning, and I'm and I'm given the opportunity to build my temple every single day. So that means I'm already chosen. So if you choose me for your basketball game or for your volleyball game or you know, whatever badminton or whatever it is that, you, that you're playing, and whether you choose me or not, it doesn't matter because I've already been chosen. And some of us, we don't have that. So it's just like when I went into those environments and I'm now sitting on the wall and the teachers are baffled because they heard all of these amazing things about me when I first came to the school and he writes poetry and he this and that and that. And, and I'm not doing homework and you don't know how to validate me in any other way other than me doing your homework. You don't understand I've already established an identity for myself already. I don't care about your accolades, you know. And I, I remember at times getting report cards and, you know, having my, my my parent or parents say, you know, wow, look at this, man. You know, this, that, that. But they say, you know, you you don't do your – it was always a comment on every – no homework, doesn't do homework, Right. And, you know, and he was like, you know, Mr. So-and-so is so disappointed because they say, you know, you have so much potential, but you won't do it. Little do you know, I don't care about Mr. So-and-so. I could care less. So that doesn't mean anything to me what you're saying, because I've already had a divine spiritual experience. You see, I've already been 
validated by the energy and the spirits that I hold high. I've already had interactions with ancestors. I've already had interactions. You know, when I went to a, another kind of school, I had matriarchal figures who looked like me, who, you know, when I would come in the class would pinch my cheek, oh, he's so handsome, you know, and, and, and there was a, a motherly kind of warmth there while there was instruction. So that validated me first. So I don't care about this, this individual. You know, um, I may have shared this once, but I remember, you know, I went, I went to an all um, Euro school because I lived in an all Euro place at one point in my life when my uh, family, uh, we moved on up, <laughs> you know, moving on up. We moved on up and moved on out, you know, and um, it was just really me there. And I had a teacher who came and pat my head my first day of class. She was like, can I touch your hair? And she was like, oh, my God. Like I've never felt anything like that. It feels so spongy. It's like a sponge. This is how dumb this, these people were, you know. And I'm a little child, so I don't know to say like, no, you can't touch my hair. You ignorant, you know. What I mean, I, I didn't know to say that. So I'm just like, okay. Imagine walking by that. Any of you sisters, <laughs> you walk by a classroom and you look inside and you see a, a little brown boy sitting there at, <laughs> in a room. Of all non non brown children, and there's a and there's a non brown woman sitting there. Oh my god, that's hot! <laughs> Touching, patting his head, and feeling his hair. How would you react? <laughs> you know, I didn't even know to go home and tell my mother because at the time I didn't even know how wrong that was as a child. Like as an adult, and I'm like, what the? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because at that time, she had never actually, literally, she had never seen a non-white person. I was the first non-white person she had ever been in contact with. You know, we're going back. You know, I mean, this is before we were all over TV and, you know, and and we were we were popular, <laughs> you know. So when you when you come from another now, that could have been traumatizing if I didn't already have a thorough you know, knowledge yourself by, by that young age, you know, I started very, very, very young on my journey. So my knowledge yourself, I knew my hair was better than hers. <laughs> I knew that, <laughs> you know, and I, I knew that I was already chosen by, by the most high. I knew that I was chosen by the creator because I remember saying to her one day she was blonde and she had a short haircut and she was blonde. I remember saying, you know, your hair looks like a dandelion's hair. She's like, oh, thank And I was like, yeah, it looks like if you just blow on it, the wind will just blow it off of your head. I'm a little child saying this, but this is how I really felt. Like, I'm like, it doesn't look, it looks like it'll just blow off. It looks weak. <laughs> you know? And meanwhile, she's like, yeah, it's like a sponge. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. <laughs> so while we're being honest, Miss Grober, that was her name. I don't know. I don't know her first name. Her name was Miss Grover. Why well, would being honest, Miss Grover? <laughs> you know, but um, and she happened to be a, a nice lady too. On top of all of that, you know, just 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 ignorant and inappropriate, you know. And it was a different time, you know what I'm saying? But um, that that first sense of validation when it comes from a spiritual space, it allows you the courage to, to make the choices that you're supposed to make. Because you're very clear on where you stand and who you are. And that's where a lot of times the difficulty in balancing out um, 
our sense of of courage or or our sense of of being able to um, make certain choices. It becomes very difficult because, like I said, we're still functioning from a space of fear. I'm I'm afraid I'll get rejected. I'm afraid that this won't work. I'm afraid it won't happen in the time that I want it to happen. So therefore, I'm going to push the clock. I'm going to make it make it you know when I wanted to make it. And not understanding that you know. When you come into awareness, it doesn't mean that you're going to get everything that you want, but you will get what you need. That will happen. Your needs will be met. You may not get everything that you want. That, that you know, that's not that's not guaranteed. You know, but needs will be met so that you can continue on to do your work. You know, so that you can continue on to function and be who and what you know you're 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 supposed to be. You know, and. Um, <laughs> Like I said, that sense of validation because who chose me? You know, oh man, like Tanika said, it was horrible. You didn't choose me for this. You didn't choose me for 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 that, or you know, and whoever else has has gone through that that experience. Maybe I didn't have too much of that experience because I didn't get that much recess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, so my friends was just happy to see me off the wall. You know, um, <laughs> but um, because it carried on through grades, by the way, in a particular school, so. I was on the wall. I was on the wall for a couple of years. <laughs> I did a couple of years on the wall, you know, but um, I didn't care. It was recess, 45 minutes. So I trade in. This this, this is my thinking. If I go home and do my homework, I'm, I'm locked in, in the room at least for an hour. You know what I mean? It, it might not take that long, but, you know, by the time I sit down and by the time I finish making my saltine crackers with the peanut butter, you know what I mean? And, you know, all the after-school snacks you make. <laughs> the time I sit down with a, with, a, with a nice glass of tang and some peanut butter, tang and peanut butter, and sit down and do the homework, like, you know, blew a whole hour out of my playtime, and the sun is setting. I got, The street lights come on, so I got to get back in soon. You know what I mean? So I could go outside and play for two, three hours, or I can, you know, or, or and, and sacrifice 43 minutes during the day of supervised play. You know what I mean? Like, if you put the, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't really add up to me. Now, nah, you can keep the supervised play. I'm going to play outside for two, three hours and just do the wall again tomorrow. So, you know, that was, that was how my, that's how my little kitty mathematics <laughs> were working at that time. Peace, Ia Aldere, you know, um, Andrine says, it's funny how we don't re reciprocate the same ignorance. It's not in us, you know. Um, but, you know, sometimes we also have to be able to look at things from an objective point of view. Like I said, she was a nice lady as far as what I what I remember, you know. So I'm not going to say, oh, because she did that, she was racist. She didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? She, she had no clue that that was inappropriate. You know, we've also come to a space now where... Um, the voice of the Negro uh, is is more widely spread. Yes, we had books and we had movies and documentaries back then, but no one felt compelled to watch them, you know, unless it was someone who was learning that type of information. But, you know, you weren't compelled to watch them if you were non-black or to read them or to understand them. You know, so now we live in a day and time where there's a bit more sensitivity to uh, things like that. And I think that there's a there's less fascination. I think that's that's a part of it too. Um, just dumb, <laughs> you know.
You know, because whether whether the child is Negro or not, you don't touch a child. You don't violate a child's face like that or say, can I touch it? Like, what is a child going to say in, in most instances? You know, this is how children get abused, you know. Um, so I'd have to go back, you know, as a child, I don't remember certain things, but I guess I'd have to go back and like really see and look at her again now as an adult and see like, okay, was this individual, you know, a racist or, or whatever? I, I don't think so, you know, but again, I don't remember. I was, you know, I was a child. Maybe, maybe she was. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm still going to do what I need to do. You know, as as far as reciprocating ignorance, um, the answer for ignorance is not ignorance. You know, that's 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 not how we we respond to ignorance. We respond to ignorance with wisdom. You know, um, so I'm wise now to experiences like that. And, you know, when I had children, I was able to teach them because my children also had hair that made people say, oh, because, you know, my, my children were locked up and, and had free form locks and it made people, you know, when they were very young, like, oh, that's, you know, or what what's underneath there, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we it starts again. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily non- non-Negro people, peace mama mother, who were trying to impose in that way. So I had to teach him from a young age, like, no, this is your body. This is your womb. You know, if you don't even want me to touch your hair, you could say, no, Baba, I don't want you. You know, okay. It's your body. <laughs> you know, so um, those experiences and things like that, they help to prepare us for, sometimes for the for the work that's ahead of us. And that just, that's just what it is, man. That's just what it is. You know, we got to start seeing more, more the world from a, a more chess point of view. You know, these are chess moves that are being made. And, you know, sometimes when you bring a certain thing into an environment, it's hard to imagine that the environment is not prepared to handle it. You know, you, you bring a, a sovereign, um, self-aware Negro child into a, a utopic, a Eurocentric utopic environment. It was utopia for them because... There was none of us there. <laughs> so you bring a child like that into an environment, the environment has not been prepared to sustain that. You know, it doesn't know how to address maybe even some of the comments I may have or the questions that I may have. The, the environment hasn't been prepared for that yet. You know, so it, it's the same thing for some of us moving through the world as sovereigns. It becomes very difficult because we live in a social structure that has not been prepared for us. They haven't been prepared for you to, to make free choices. You know, it's just like when you go to court, a lot of times you're facing lawyers that have never gone to trial. You know, they've been sending people away for the past five, six years, sending them away, giving them football numbers, but never, they don't know how to go to trial. They only know how to, how, they only know plea deals, right? So now when somebody comes in there and they have a free mind, they say, no, no, let's fight. Let's go through the halls of Ma'at. Let's go through the Ma'atic process. It's like they'll do everything in their power to try, to try to talk you out of it, you know, try to scare you out of it, all different sorts of things. They'll delay things, whatever. They don't want you to go to that. They're not prepared to handle that type of energy or that type of presence, you know, in that particular space. So a lot of times, even when we're fretting over, you know, our fears of rejections or our fears of not being chosen, we're looking at that, you know, from a perspective of the people who would choose us, the people who would reject us do not even understand exactly or they're not even prepared 
to even know how to choose somebody like us. Like I said, me going into that type of environment, the teacher didn't even know to say, like, you know what, he doesn't really need to do the homework because he's over here teaching us stuff. <laughs> like, you know, this 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 things that he knows that I don't even know. Like, you know, so maybe we need to establish something something else. You know, maybe, maybe we need to have a different kind of conversation. You know, and sometimes, like I said, people are just not, they're just not ready for that. They just don't know what that what that's supposed to look like you know so that's what i'm saying um a lot of times those fears that we have they're so unreal you know they're so unreal because you know we're afraid to leap out on our with our gifts we're afraid to expose our talents we're afraid to expose our authentic self and and like i said earlier on another segment we don't have the courage to be different we're afraid to really have the courage to be different because we're afraid that we're going to be rejected. You know, without understanding, like Tanika said, you know, or, and I'm sure she, at least she was courageous enough to mention, I'm sure there's more of y'all. But like she said, you know, I was picked last every time. You know, well, you pick last now? <laughs> you know, when's the last somebody somebody asked you to, last time somebody asked you to play dodgeball or um, kickball or, you know, whatever, all the, the little, you know, buck buck. You might have came up in the time of buck buck, you know what I mean? Or hot peas and butter. You know, when's the last time somebody asked you to play jacks or something like that and, and picked you? You know, so when you tie up who you are into what you do or what you have the ability to do, it creates that ongoing fear of exhuming yourself into the world or unfurling or unraveling or exposing, you know, truly what you are to the world because you're still wrapped up in those fears of rejection. You're still wrapped up in those fears of what if I'm not chosen, which is directly aligned with having a fear of rejection, you know, without really understanding that you've already been chosen. Look how far you've made it. You've already been chosen. You know, like a lot of times we even give that example when we want to encourage people. You know, we say like, you're special because out of a million sperm cells, you made it to the egg. You were able to penetrate that egg. But scientifically... There's other sperm cells that can get to the egg, but the egg will accept and re or, or reject the ones that it wants. And there's even um, scientific evidence that the, uh, <laughs> I know about Buck Buck from Bill Cosby. You remember on the Cosby show? They play Buck Buck. <laughs> Mudfoot, why don't y'all go play Buck Buck? <laughs> and they climb up on that pole, see who can, who can get the highest. Yeah, y'all don't know about that. But um, yeah, man, Buck Buck, that's a real game, you know? But, um, or Manhunt, Manhunt, you know, it's a whole bunch of them, you know, hide and go freak, but, uh, nah, but anyway, so, uh, don't play that. So, um, you have this, 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 this fear, you know, that's again, generated based on people not really understanding you or people not really, really kind of knowing what it is that you're bringing. And then you, you stay coiled, you stay chambered up you know, as, as, as a result, you know? So yeah, you know, um, I just really wanted to speak on that. Like who's the chosen, the chosen ones are the ones who are building the temple period, you know, find and grind. Look at you. Y'all going off on that one. Mm -hmm. Nasty self spiritual people are the most nastiest. Anyway, y'all so damn freak. <laughs> that's, that's where that comes from. That's all that, that freeness, find and grind, you know, but, um, you know, so 
Yeah, exactly. I never heard of it either because she, you know, that's she. I ain't gonna say where she's from. I told you, I'm gonna start keeping people's locations private. You know, plus she's in. She's from a different era too. You know, um, hide and go get it. Yeah, that was another one. Look, yeah, you see, out of everything I talked about, this is what y'all want to talk about. <laughs> y'all old selves. Nobody want to play with y'all old behinds no more, man. Who the heck want to play hide and go freak with y'all? Y'all, most of y'all common. Y'all old as hell, man. Y'all can't even crunch down and no crouch down no bushes to be to be even found, man. You freaking knees, you making all that noise, giving your location away. <laughs> Then you can't even crouch because you got a bad back of bad knees, so you just be laying down. <laughs> Shh. Stop making noise. You making noise? How you making that noise? Your voice is all old now, so you can't even whisper no more. Ain't nobody trying to get with you. Go sit your old behinds down somewhere, man. <laughs> Nasty selves. Anyway, <laughs> like I was saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, like I was saying, you know, that fear, man, is a mother. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Fear is a mother, you know, but uh, let me tell you something, pimping. When it comes to fear, you know, you got to, you got to grab it. You got to hold on to it because fear is a mother. You see, you got to hold on. You got to talk to fear. You got to talk to fear face to face. You understand what I'm saying, pimping? You know, pimping, pimping, pimping. That's what I say. And whenever fear comes to me, I use the power word. Power word is what? Pimping. You know, nah, don't do that. <laughs> but, uh, don't, don't, don't do it like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I know you're like, why he plays so damn much? Why don't he just teach us the deep messages? I am. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. So, afraid to exhume. Afraid to come out of, out of your shell. Afraid to give birth to your talent, baby. You see, afraid to do any of that because you're afraid that you haven't been chosen. But if you saw that symbol at the top of your head or you were even able to travel to the top of your head, that means you are a temple builder. That's what that means. You're a temple builder. And like I said, we're commonly told that like, oh, you special because you peace, 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 Anaba, free own. You're told that, you know, you're special because you fertilize the egg. We don't understand that. No, the, the egg also expands and reaches out to the sperm that it wants. You know, there's always this <laughs> this 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 um, theory that the egg is just sitting there and the sperm cells are like swimming, 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 swimming. And the first one to get there, ah, I got the egg. It doesn't, there'll be, the egg could be surrounded by sperm cells. Peace, Josephine Morsby. And um, it could be surrounded by, by sperm cells. You know, and it wants what it wants. It wants, and you think about that when you think about the feminine nature. It, it chooses. It makes a choice. You see, it's not just sitting there, you know, helpless and, and whoever going to come knock me up. I guess it's going to fertilize me and I'll be, you know, Kushia. <laughs> I'll be Fase. You know, I'll be Mama Marva. You know, I'll be YG Gutter. Spitting raps, talking about cracks in the raps. You know, no, it's not doing that. You know, it's actually actively, peace, hope, greetings, salute to you too. You know, it's actually, it's active. It's an active part on both parts, you know, or, or active process, excuse me, on, on both parts. 
Um, <laughs> y'all talking about the likes versus the views, huh? You know, um, hey, you know how they are, man. They, they, they don't like me. <laughs> I guess that's the bottom line. They don't like me. Maybe they're not feeling me. You know, that's all right. You know what? You know why I don't really press for likes like that? I mean, you should click the like button because it does help the channel a lot and it helps the views. And my channel has been stuck. It, I can't get any new subscribers for some weird reason. I don't know. I get I get new people on these videos every single day, but the subscriber count doesn't go up. I'm still also blocked on IG for some reason no one can tell me. I don't know. You know, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but they love the food. You're right. But they don't like me. <laughs> but you know what I don't stress it to? Because sometimes I watch bushcraft. Some of you may be familiar with bushcraft, right? Where, you, you know, sometimes they got those videos with the two brothers and they be like, you know, they be building like an underground pool, a grotto, you know what I mean, with a barbecue pit in the middle of the woods with like just a stone, you know, and, and, a, and a sarsaparilla leaf, you know, and they don't talk through the whole thing. Now, you know, some of that stuff is saved, is, is staged because it's like, yeah, we're going to build the steps and we just, all he has is a piece of flint and, you know, stuff like that, you know, but, um, there's no sound, there's no talking, there's no asking for likes, likes, there's no asking for subscribers, there's none of that. It's just the quality and, oh, thank you, Tanika D. You know what I mean? You chose me. <laughs> you got to turn time to re reciprocate. You chose me, gave me an offering, you know? But, you know, you you look at those particular, um, and I'm thanking her for the super chat, by the way. Um you, you look at those type of videos and you start to re realize, oh, your son likes those videos. Yeah, they, they're cool. They're cool to watch, you know. Um, they're not asking for likes and subscribes. It's just that the, the content is so fascinating that you, like, you want to click like or you want to click subscribe. So sometimes I think about it like that, too, you know, and it's like, well, um, maybe they really don't like it. <laughs> Because you look at those those videos, it's like millions of views and millions of likes and, and stuff like that. You know, um, yeah, we know they use equipment off camera. Yeah, I mean, but it's still cool to, to look at and to imagine, you know what I mean? Even when you look at um, uh, Peace, Peace, Sovereignty's shadow likes. <laughs> yeah, they're liking you from the shadows, yeah, or hating. But um, even if you look at some of the survival, like Bear Grylls, him um, um, alone and naked in the, in the woods, even like Survivor, you know, that show. A lot of that stuff is sage, is stage, man. They give him food and all kind of stuff, man. You know, it's not, you know, Bear Grylls is it's like sometimes you'll see like ladders and stuff. And it's like, I thought you was in the middle of the desert with nothing but, but a buck knife and, and uh, some mulberries. Where'd the ladder come from? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's stage. But, you know, again, it's, it's cool to watch, you know. But, um, and sometimes it gives you ideas, you know, at the same time. But, you know, so that's why sometimes I, I look at a piece to read, you know, um, and I say, man, well, if, if it's as fascinating as that, or if it's as helpful to someone's life as those are, then they'll, they'll do what they feel to do. But, you know, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna go crazy. <laughs> I'm not gonna go crazy messing with y'all, you know, um, and trying to get y'all to support anything. Cause I know how that goes. I've already been chosen. I've already been liked, you know? So, um, when you're filled with that, I've been liked, I've been loved and, uh, you know, I get chose. So for me, 
I'm good now. <laughs> and I can, I can function and start from that basis. And that removes the fear or the insecurity or, you know, um, yeah, man, why is this 70 or 80 people or 90 people were there and only 20 click like or 30 click like, but there's a bunch of comments. There was more than 20 or 30 comments in the thing. So the people who are commenting ain't even clicking. Oh, thanks, Alex. I appreciate I noticed something with that number. 3693. I appreciate the super chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that three energy. 3693. Nine and then three. That's another three. And then nine. That, that, that gives you 12. And then one plus two is three. You know? But yeah, so that that's why I don't I don't really like, you know. Um, I mean, it's good when you do it. It is very helpful. But if you don't, then you, you want to help me? Right, you don't help me then. You know, but I do appreciate Super Chats. Peace, um, Julio. Peace. Yeah, Indigenous Technology. Yeah, that's 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 the name of them. Yeah, and they're cool, man. And there's been some that have they have copied off of them. You know, they have copied off of those, those shows. But anyway, or like one caller, we used to always say, Anywho... <laughs> this guy used to call in sometimes. I'm not gonna say where he was from. He might be listening now, and he'd be talking. Yeah, so huh, let me tell you what happened to me, Chief. Anywho, so I was over my friend's house, and you know she just uh, is a mess. And I said, whatever. Anywho, and he used to talk like Wendell from Key and Pill. You know, Wendell the sex addict. <laughs> he used to talk like that. He used to call in, but you know, I try to <laughs> you know, you're alive for people, but anywho <laughs> You know, it takes all all types to make the world go round, right? You know what I mean? You know. Um I may say you see every five minutes, you see, you see. Uh brother Lowe may say, No I'm talking about No I'm talking about yeah, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey there, brother Zach. How you doing? No, I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about. Yeah, so look here. No, I'm talking about. He may do that. You know what I mean? Everybody got their they thing. I may do, you see, you see all the time, or um, or you know. Those are, those are my three go-tos. Um, you see, you know. <laughs> but Brother Lowe be dropping it in between all of them. No, I'm talking about. You got to listen in between. He'd be giving you some serious history lessons, man. Serious history lessons, man, and and linking it together. Yeah, because you know I'm talking about the the, the German soldiers. Now I'm talking about they wore the same kind of helmet as ancient Roman soldiers. And you go, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, Brother D, you know what I mean? And you got Brother Zach yelling at you on the camera. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Zach be yelling, but Zach be dropping them self-development jewels on you, you know what I mean, self-development jewels, you know, everybody has their own, their own thing, and, um, they've all been chosen to build the temple, they all have a capstone on top of their temple, and when those temples all come together, <laughs> Zach's the drill sergeant, yeah, and then, you know, when you get it, when you had that, then you go over to MGC, you go to Bob Randy, he's just smooth. Yeah, because, you know, um, yeah, growing up in Oakland, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that are, a lot of things that we saw and we were able to put it into uh, perspective, you know. And, uh, yeah, would you agree, Koya? And then his wife, mm-hmm, 
she love a man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> but you, then you get a lot of jewels on family and relationships. You see, everybody <laughs> sounds just like, love. <laughs> everybody has their vibration that they bring. The only person I can't imitate is myself, to be honest with you. I don't know how I sound, but my children be doing it, but I be, I be tagging them so quick before they get it out. <laughs> you know, that, you know um, that almost hurt my feelings once. I remember one time my little baby daughter, she was like, because y'all never really see me walk. You only see this part. But people say I have a um, a menacing walk. I don't agree because I think I walk just like everybody else. <laughs> but everybody says, yeah, you walk like you get ready to go hit somebody. And uh, my little daughter, well, she, she must have been maybe five at the time. And she said, Baba, why do you walk like this? <laughs> I said, what? I said, I don't walk like that, sweetheart. She said, yes, you do. You walk like this. <laughs> and she hurt my little feelings. <laughs> my little feelings was hurt. I was like, no, baby, I walk like everybody else. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. You know, one sister used to say I walk like a lion. I don't know. I guess I guess I got a different kind of walk. I can't. I feel like I'm walking like everybody else. But they say, yeah, you walk like you, you walk. My cousin says you got a very menacing walk. You can tell that you know you you fight. <laughs> he said he's like, yeah, the way you fight, you could tell you're a martial artist. You got a very menacing walk. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I look just like y'all when I'm walking. You know. Um, but yeah, man. That, that self-awareness, you know, and sometimes we work on it. I'm a person, if you're ever in the house with me, you hear a lot of, lot of booms. Boom, boom. You know what that is? I'm always running into uh, door jams all day. I, I hit the doors all the time. You want to know why I hit the doors all the time? Because I think I'm a size L. I think I'm a large when I'm more like a 3X, 2X, 3X. So a lot of times I don't know how wide my shoulders actually are. <laughs> so I'll be thinking like I'm just squeezing through. Oh, let me just get by you real quick. Boom! Let me just get by knocking people over. You know, I do that all the time. You know, and you would think by now, but you know, that's that's what we're talking about. Um <laughs> self awareness, right? You know. So y'all didn't know that about me. Now you know some fun facts. Yeah, I'll be I'll tear a house down. I will tear you let me come into your house, I will tear the house down from the foundations. <laughs> boom, boom You go into my house, man, all the pictures is crooked on the wall You be thinking there's some domestic abuse going on Like, oh man, he must have Something happened here last night You know, you be looking for forensic clues You're like, nah, ain't nothing happened, man It's just Baba banging into the walls He just walked from the kitchen, that's all <laughs> He just walked from the kitchen to the living room That's all, and, you know, all the pictures is, is, is off, man All the lampshades is crooked, you know so, yeah, I, I'm still working on that. You know, we all got our stuff that we got to work on. Yeah, I'll be abusing the walls, you know, because I think that I'm much smaller than, <laughs> than I am. <laughs> you know, um, I rip a lot of shirts in stores, too. Oh, this could fit. This definitely... Put that back, put that back, put that back, put it back. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, so we just got to come out of that fear, man. We got to recognize that we are all here, all of you in this group, 75 of you who are here. Oh, you thought I forgot the subject? 
You thought I was rambling, didn't you? Come on, look at watch Daddy work. I know what I'm doing. You know, all 74. This is the 75th is lead. Well, go on, lead then with your funky ass. We don't need you anyway. 74 is fine. That adds it because you take the seven and the four, you add it up, you get eleven. Now the eleven is a divine gateway. You see what I'm saying? So when we look at the eleven, we're looking at the towers, we're looking at duality, we're looking at this at left and right. When you look at the human body, it's primarily based off of duality. That's the energy of the Libras. You know, so most of those Libraic energies, they want everything in doubles. You see what I'm saying? Oh, we're back to seventy-five. All right, scratch everything I just said. Never mind. Seventy-five is a divine number because when you add the seven and the five together, you get the twelve. <laughs> the twelve apostles. <laughs> <laughs> Back to 74. Um, well, you know, sometimes 74 is more supreme. Oh, 73. Oh, man. 73 to 7 and 3 equals to 10. And the 10 allows us to repeat. 72. Oh, man. Now we have 9. 71. Oh, good Lord. All right. So now we have the number 8. The number 8 represents infinity. Not only does it represent infinity, it represents the fullness of, of carrying labor to full, to, full, to full term. You see what I'm saying? So 71 is actually... A more divine number than 75. So scratch what I said earlier, okay? <laughs> yeah, take your butts to work. You four people, that, that's what it is. You got to go log into your to, to work. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, we're back to 72. So, you know, the nine, we got to deal with the nine ether. You know, but... <laughs> But yeah, man, so we got to come out of our fear mechanisms and recognize you've been chosen. You are already one of the chosen. You know, um, if you're here building the temple and the temple of the most high, he's going to walk the chain today, huh? <laughs> if you're building the temple of the most high, you are the chosen because the temple of the most high is you. You are that house. You are that home. Yeah, bars. <laughs> See, it's that bars. I said, hey, yo, hey, yo. That's how you got to start when you freestyle rhyming. That's how you start out. Hey, yo. I said, I said, you is a butter, not a butter. <laughs> Just start to say something stupid. But anyway, um, <laughs> you eat potatoes, potatoes, mash, mashed potatoes, potatoes, yams, yams, mashed potatoes, potatoes. I eat them. I eat them. I eat them up like I eat MC. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um. Coming out of those, <laughs> y'all be like, y'all laughing the whole doggone segment. But um, coming out of those fear mechanisms, <laughs> you got to recognize that um, the chosen are the ones who are building that temple, and the temple contains certain certain um, components and constituents that <laughs> that provide for. Um, a certain measure of interoperability between all of them. Pardon, it's happening again. I don't know what that means. Um, okay, Chief this morning, huh? Yeah. Uh, I hope y'all listening. I hope you're learning something. I hope you're learning something. Are you learning something? Are you getting over your fear of not being chosen? Have you done that? Right, are we back to 75 again? Yeah, so that's what I was trying to tell y'all before, the 75. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go through that again, don't worry. But um, if you're here, you're here. There we go, Farse. I'm chosen. So now you're chosen to do what? Just just to be fly? Are you chosen just because just I'm great? Are you self-chosen? 
No, you ain't self-chosen. You didn't choose yourself. That's the important thing that you got to understand. You don't just hop up one day and, and I'm a god, I'm a goddess, I'm a king, I'm a queen. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the divine chosen people. It doesn't work that way. No different than how that sperm cell couldn't just say, I'm going to be the one to fertilize. You might have got there first, but it doesn't mean that you're the one that that egg chose. You see? So your chosen, your, your choosing began there. And remember that the, spell, the sperm is nothing but a thought. It's an intention. You know? And if you can, if you can impress as a man within that liquid, because liquid is so highly programmable, if you can impress within that liquid your intention of greatness, your intention of love, your intention of belongingness, and your intention. Now we have 77. I'll go through it again. I'll give it to you again. I'll show you. 77 is an angelic number. But if you can impress upon that particular liquid and that li li libational energy or libational, um, your intention of love, your intention of, of togetherness, your intention of building, your intention of vision, then now it starts off before it's even chosen. It already starts off knowing its placement in the universe. So not only does it know its placement in the universe, but then on top of that, it then gets chosen. So is it concerned late, later that, you know, Malik Washington didn't, didn't choose you to be on the basketball on his, his squad, you know, or, um, you know, uh, Shanika Grayson, didn't pick you to play on her softball or her whatever thing, whatever, I don't know what the girls play, you know, or whatever thing. No, I've already been chosen. I'm already an architect. I'm already building the temple of the most high. And I already have my symbol and my character that I've been implanted with. Now, what is your character? Your character is a glyph. Glyph and character is the same thing. Now, you've heard that word glyph before, right? Remember? Hieroglyph, hieroglyph, hieroglyph. What is hiero? Sacred. What is glyph? Writing. You see? And then we spoke about that before. I think it was yesterday where somebody had put the word pyramid in the trap. The trap. Pyramid in the chat. And um, I said that, you know, pyramid comes from pyro. Pyro is fire. Mid is middle. So you can have um, pyroglyphs or pyroglyphs. Fire glyphs. You know, a glyph or a writing or marking. A, a glyph is a character. Character and glyph are the same thing. Right? So you can have a glyph or a character that has been emblazoned in fire within your within your matrix, within your internal matrix. You see, that's what we were looking at when we were looking at the top. What's all the way up there? What's the most high character? What's the most high glyph that exists within my psyche? Well, that's what I'm here to manifest. That's what I'm here bringing forth. And I've already been chosen to do that. I'm not choosing myself. You see, it's already been implanted in fire. That's why he said, yo, when I come back next time, I'm not coming back with water. I'm coming back with fire. That's why we have pyramids. <laughs> but we're looking at the building and we're not realizing, wow, man, that's beautiful. The way they put the bricks together and the shape of the pyramid. And isn't that play it? That's your body. The, the inner chambers are built like a heart chamber. Why do you call them chambers? It's, it's your heart. You're looking at, a, at an image of, of your body. That's all you see. So when we're looking at the building of any sacred temple, even if it's Sol Oman or the hidden sun, or as some of you like to say, Solomon, 
you know, even if you're looking at the building of Sol Oman's temple, you're, you're actually looking at the building of you as the temple of the Most High, as the container of the Most High, as the housing of the Most High. Or as I said before, you know, in my house there are many mansions. If, if it were not so, I would I would have told you. In my father's house there are many mansions. Well, when you take that word mansions and you look at it in the Hebrew, the word mansions translates into dwelling places. Now, you would have thought that they could have updated that by now so people could get a better understanding. Why do they still got to say in mansions? When you go back and you retranslate it and it says dwelling places. So the dwelling places are actually people. So that's why then when it says later, you are the temple of the most high, you don't know how to make the connection. So you thinking one day I'm going to die and, you know, peace, aloe, and I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to live in <laughs> inside of something. And you don't understand that that something is already living inside of you. Because it chose you to create this, this empire. You're already a part of the kingdom, but it's now saying, now you take all of these different temples, you put them together, you build kingdoms, and you take those kingdoms and you put them together, you build empires. You were born to be an empire builder. You see, don't worry about if you were not chosen or you'll get rejected at a job. They didn't choose you at your birth. They didn't know you at your birth. They don't know who you are. They don't know what you do. They don't have a clue. You know, they only know what they can use you for. Don't worry about if that boyfriend didn't choose you or that, that girlfriend didn't choose you or or you got down on your knee. Don't get down on your knee and propose nobody. But you got down on your knee and you proposed and, and someone said, No, nah, I'm not ready or I don't think so. Or or you sat with that brother and said, Look, I I'm late. And he said, What you mean you late? And you said, I'm late. You know, we're going to have a baby. And he and he jetted out. You know, he didn't choose you. He doesn't know you. <laughs> what is he rejecting you from when you've already been accepted in? <laughs> if you've already been accepted in, where are you going? Why are you now going out to these people who don't know you to seek approval when you've already been approved? Because the egg said, I want that one. Give me that one. That one, you know, you know, when you, when you take, you go to the mall and you take your little greedy daughter <laughs> and you show her stuff in the mall and you got one, one thing here and another thing there. And this one's a little cheaper price. And, you, and, and she said, I want that one, daddy. And what about that one? I said that one. You see, you've already been chosen. Why do you want that one? You see, why, why do you want this one? Why do you want that one? Why don't you just be? And your being is not tied up in your doing. Because like I said, you ain't going to be able to do forever. It's always going to change. It's going to change. You know, your words, you'll come a moment where your words aren't so eloquent. You'll come a moment where you're not so organized on your job. Or, or you don't command the same respect. There'll come a moment when your children are long, no longer small. And they don't have to sit and listen to you. And your identity can no longer be tied up in being father or being mother or you know, uh, being the supervisor or being the director of this or the head of that, you know, or the first black this or the first female that or the first this, that, that. All of that will pass. All of that is transient. It's all transient. And then you'll have to get to a moment at some point where somebody will even have to say it. You know who that is? That's the, you don't know who that is? I don't know who that is. 
We all will get to that moment, all of us, you see. This is the reason why I don't really, one of the reasons I don't really use my titles and my Ifa name like that. What does it mean to you? <laughs> doesn't mean anything to you if you're not dealing with Ifa. You see, that doesn't matter. What matters and, and what signifies my identity is the freedom that I express through allowing the spirit to function through me. That's that's where my crown comes from, you see. When I allow that the creative spirit to function through me and I do that consistently, that's what I am. You know, because in that moment, I ain't doing nothing. I'm being something. If, if the creator's cracking jokes and, you know, creator's cracking jokes. It doesn't mean like it doesn't mean that today is a great day for me. It doesn't mean that everything is going right for me today. It ain't. I, I, I shoot, look at my table right there. I got a stack of responsibilities on that table right there. Half of them ain't even organized. I got to go and move stuff around and reorganize, scan some receipts and stuff like that. I got a whole bunch of stuff that I got to do in front of me. Everything ain't perfect. Whole time I've been doing this video, I keep doing this because it's something in my eye. <laughs> I've been doing the whole video with something in my eye the whole time. You know, as I keep doing this, everything ain't perfect. Nobody promised that everything was going to be perfect. But even when everything is not perfect, got something in my eye, got receipts that I got to organize into my accounting software, got bills that I got I need to send off. And, and oh man, yeah, I got to go pay. I got to go pay some land taxes today that I'm that I uh, forgot to go pay. So I got to go call one of the municipalities and, and send in that payment. Stuff to do. I still itching. Not itching, but there's something down in there. <laughs> you know, got a big lump of shea butter in my eye. <laughs> Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Everything's not going to be perfect, but you know what is perfect? Um, my heart. My heart is perfect. You see, because my part, my heart has a will to 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 transform and regenerate myself based on what it is that I'm sharing. You see. And you can you can be and do the same thing, and I urge you to be and to do the same thing. And like I said earlier, some of you may have missed that. Things are changing, man, and doors are closing. So a lot of you who've been playing around, jumping in and out, you still want to be ignorant, but you want to know some stuff, or you want the the EFI information because you want to go be a jackass, but then want to still feel like if I'm a jackass with an E day on or a jackass with a Lekes on, then jackass consequences won't come back to my door. And then you come back to me, uh, chief, this is what happened to me. What should I do? The same thing I told you to do before, because I only got one message for those of you who are not doing what you're supposed to do. Do what you're supposed to do. Then we could start talking about the finer points of how you do it. But until you decide to commit yourself to recognizing I am chosen. And there's a certain integrity and a certain quality that I have to walk through the world with. Until you come to that space, no one can do anything with you. You're going to keep getting tore up by the world. You're going to keep having all kind of gorillas and jackals and beasts beat all over you. That's just what's going to happen, you see. And that's not your cross to bear. A lot of times we say that, man. We, we suffer all kind of tragedies and, and things in our life. And we say, well... That's just, you know, that's just the cross I have to bear. No, it's not. You don't have to. Certain things, no. Certain things that are abnormal. Certain things you don't have to go through. No, that's not. A, that's not the actual cross. That is not the actual cross. There is a cross, but that ain't it. 
those are consequences that you're bearing. That's what that is. Because you want to do it your way and you want to do it in your time. And your heart isn't perfect. And that's the only thing you're going to be able to perfect in this lifetime. You can't perfect nothing else. Everything else is, is dying. I've probably got like a million uh, microbes on me right now, eating away. <laughs> eating away at my flesh. I'm just, I'm just a big, gigantic piece of rotting flesh. I'm rotting right now as I'm speaking to you. And you're rotting right now as you're listening. Dig that. But your spiritual heart is perfect. It's perfect. And it's going to remain perfect with or without you. You see? So you can either jump onto that and that's where we can link up or you can keep rotting and dying out here and fermenting and just be fertilizer for us doing the next thing. You could be that. All right? So yeah, man. I noticed that this was heavy. <laughs> I noticed, you know, there's a lot of hurtful things in there. And you're, oh, that's why he's cracking over jokes. Because he's about to hurt my feelings. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, um, move beyond the fear. You know, and like I said, some things you got to do trembling. It's okay to do a trembling. It, don't be nervous. I mean, if you're nervous, nervousness and fear is two different things. If you're nervous, you're excited about something. But, you know, um, don't let fear stop you. You know, there's a lot of things that, that I still do trembling. You know, there's a lot of things that you're going to do scared, but you do it. And that's what signifies courage. Courage ain't, you know, yeah, I could do that, whatever, whatever. No, that's not courage. That's bravery. You know, courage is like, what was that? There's a cartoon, I think, Courage the Cowardly Dog or something like that. You know, um, you might be afraid. You might be scared, but you're going to do it. You see, building a temple is a monumental task. You're welcome. Adrian, you're welcome, YJ Gutter. You're welcome, James Gatabaki. You're welcome, Quinde. You're welcome, Ia Aldere. You're welcome, Brother Kevin Godby. <laughs> yeah, man. You're all welcomed. You hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear what I said? You're all welcomed. Some of you notice that a lot of times when you send me messages and stuff, that's how I respond. You're welcomed. Nobody ever asked me about that, though. They, you probably think it's a typo. <laughs> What's the difference between me saying you're welcome and you're welcomed? Obviously, one is specifying past tense. You've been welcomed. I've been welcomed, Julian. I've, I've already forgiven you. I've already forgiven you. What is forgiveness? To forgive love. I've already given it to you. I've already welcomed you. Thanks, Chief. You're welcomed. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's what it means. Not you're welcome for more. For more. I'm not saying future tense. Thanks, Chief. You're welcome. For what? For more instruction? No, you're not welcome to more instruction. There'll be a time when that will shut off for you. You're welcomed. I already invited you in. Come on, let's go. Some of you still out here messing around. And then at 4 a.m. sending me mugshots because somebody beat you up. And mugshots of the person. I know I'm supposed to now do a ritual for you. No. No. Mm -mm. The door is closing. The door is closing. All right. 
Alright, so we've been on for a very long time. Um, and really, like I said, yesterday, today, I felt like I wanted to keep it um, light to some degree. Um, because I really want you to work with those symbols. You know, I really want you to work with that meditation. And I don't want to get in the way too much of, of that experience for you. You know, um, I want you to start experiencing how your, how your system is speaking to you and how those signs of spirit are coming to you and being able to differentiate because all spirit ain't good spirit. All ancestors ain't good ancestors. In fact, most of them ain't. <laughs> it's just like people, you know, as above, so below, as within, so without. You know, you go into most environment, only 5% of the people there are actually righteous. Well, it's the same thing in the spiritual, spiritual world. Just because something's a spirit doesn't mean it's benevolent. You know, only a couple of them are, 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 are worth, about any, worth anything. You know, um, so nine times out of ten is good just to don't even mess with none of them. <laughs> I know, I know, that's not what you heard, <laughs> but that's what it is. That's what it is, man. Um, the best ones will absorb themselves into your temple. That's why you build a temple to house the spirit of the Most High. So if you're if you're building a temple, you know. <laughs> uh, Unrighteousness is not going to come inside. It's hallowed ground. But righteousness is welcome. So you become your own filter. You see what I'm saying? All right. Everyone, be well today. Please be safe today. Um, keep storing up that food. Like I told you before, keep putting those hard commodities to the side. Like, like I told you before, it's not over. All right. So I just want to reiterate that before I get off. Um, you're not done. You're not done. Tomorrow, I'm going to go a little little heavy in on you. All right. So that's what I'm, I'm preparing you. Um, but you keep working with those those symbols and you keep working with your own psychology and, um, you know, love, inspire and protect. All right. I mean that. You're welcome. Hope. You're welcome, nigga, love. Well, you didn't say thank you. You gave me a bunch of black hearts. I don't know what that means. I don't know if you just put a head out on me or what. I don't, I'm not good on emojis, all right? But, yeah, no thank. No no doubt, Kashia and, and everybody else. You have a prosperous day, too, as well, Ruhia, you know, and uh, Fase, as always. Oh, black love. Okay, all right, all right, I got you. Woo, woo, black love. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, I'm still learning. I'm not, I'm not tight. My emoji game is, like, super weak. You know, I only know smiley face and smiley face with a wink. And that's about as far as I could go. You know, um, yeah, Julio and Maul. Yeah, yeah, you're all more than welcome, man. Just apply, apply, apply. Be doers, not just hearers. All right? We're back to that 75. That's the 12. That's the number of completion. All right? So I'm going to complete it right here. All right, everyone. Be well. Peace, peace, peace.